Hi everyone, for those who don't know me, my name is Michael Rubino, I'm president of All American Restoration and author of The Mold Medic. And I have here a very exciting guest today. Her name is Lacey. And uh, Lacey, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey y'all, my name is Lacey Dunn. I am a functional medicine virtual dietitian who specializes in hormonal health, hormonal imbalances, thyroid disorders, gut issues, you name it. And I am the new author of The Woman's Guide to Hormonal Harmony, How to Rebalance Your Hormones, Master Your Metabolism, and Become the Boss of Your Own Body. And I'm so excited today to be here because I have been through mold. I'm so excited to have you here today. And I want to ask you first, how did you become in contact with mold in the retrospect of knowing that it impacts your health and, and kind of share a little bit about your journey and your story? The exciting news is I have now deemed myself as the stork mold sniffer because I get my clients pregnant and I find mold. So <laughs> just so people know, that's my new nickname. Um, but unfortunately, when it comes down to mold, I kind of found it out the hard way. I was a bodybuilder fitness enthusiast, um, and very much a nerd and exciting, more energized type of person. And I was feeling the very best back in, you know, June when the start of COVID all happened and things started going downhill for me, like out of the blue. And I didn't really understand why I was having a lot of brain fog, muscle pains, joint aches, allergies out of the blue, sinus congestion. Like I would wake up and they would just be flown going down my throat. And I was like, this is not normal for me. And I didn't notice it at the time, but I started developing a lot of digestive issues and losing weight rapidly. I don't weigh myself and I didn't really notice. So it just 10 pounds just started falling off of me. And I didn't even notice it until I started feeling the side effects of the hair loss of the chronic fatigue, the increased brain fog. Um, and of course lost all my strength in gym. And I was like, okay, <clears throat> what's going on? So I just happened to be diving into more functional medicine things. I'm a self-experimenter and I was like, you know what, just for the fun of it, let me do a GI map testing my stool. Let me do a mold test to checking my apartment. I remember before this all happened, I had had a, a weird little bit of smell that was coming from my air vents and I didn't know what that was or if that was even normal. So I had my apartment complex come in clean that out. And I thought that was totally fine. And that was back in like January, February. Well, when I did my ERMI, my Mycometrics ERMI, which I don't know if your listeners know, but essentially you can either do a Swiffer cloth or a vacuum and you swift it or you vacuum up your home and you send that off to the lab. And it tells you, this is the amount of mold. This is the type of species that are within your apartment, your home, or your car, wherever you test it. So when I got my results, my ERMI was above an 11. Wow. which for those that don't know, if you are sensitive to mold or mold illness or have the genetics that predispose you to being sensitive for it, or if you have a um, other type of condition like hypothyroidism or an autoimmune disease, you don't want an army above a 10. So oh. I got my 11 back and I had species that were high um, in ochre toxin, which is essentially from water damaged buildings. And that was screaming my symptoms. Not only that, but I got my GI map results back and I had a slew of issues that were probably secondary to mold from candida, H. pylori, SIBO markers, low secretory IgA. So it was very validating to do my test, but that's how I found the mold. Wow. That's an incredible story. And I have to ask you one question. Um, which one did you do? Did you do the vacuum one or did you do the uh, Swiffer one? 
and did the vacuum. And I'm so glad I did that because I'm 99.9% sure it was all within my carpet because that's where I did it. I did it right. on my carpet. I, I didn't see mold, but I did my carpet and that's where I found it. You know, it makes sense. And a lot of people don't know that mold is actually, and it's, and it's when it's a spore, right? It's between two and four micrometers. The human eye cannot see smaller than 50 to 60 micrometers. So it's roughly 25 times smaller than what you can actually see. It's no surprise you couldn't see it, right? You thought everything was clean. And then it mm -hmm. wasn't until after you did the ERMI that you're like, hey, there's kind of a problem here, right? And and so what did you do after that? Did you, you living in an apartment, right? Is, is, is that correct? So you didn't own the place. So it's not like you can just hire someone like me to come in and, and fix it, right? You kind of were at the, the beck and call of the apartment complex. Now, are you one of those people who are fortunate that had a good apartment complex and did the right thing or did you have to move out? <laughs> the first thing I did was freak the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you go the, oh my God, I'm gonna die scenario. Well, my apartment complex was okay. Um, they hired somebody to come in and quote unquote, clean my apartment. Okay cleaned the carpets, cleaned the floors. And then they checked, quote unquote, checked my apartment with a moisture reading. Our moldies know that's not accurate. You're not going in the walls. You're not going in the crawl spaces. You're not looking behind the dishwasher. Like all these places you need to look. So I moved out. I got my jaw cavitation fixed. Um, and I started on my gut healing protocol, but I was very lucky to be able to move out. Now you said jaw cavitation. I had my wisdom teeth pulled when I was uh, a child. And uh, basically I had to, I went to a dentist recently. Basically I had to get surgery um, because mm -hmm. it was all infected in every single location where they pulled um, my wisdom teeth. And apparently it was a ligament issue, right? Like they left the ligament or something like that and it became infected. And I had pus yeah. literally growing in my jaw that I had no idea. And so, cause I've been dealing with some weight issues and it's like, well, is it because I'm, you know, exposing myself to mold, you know, going into people's houses? I mean, even though I know what I'm doing and I protect myself, nothing's ever hundred percent. The best of the best things out there are 99% effective. Right. So I'm like, is that what's going on? Was it the bone cavitation? Right. Is there a hormone imbalance? Like something is going on with me internally. Right. And I've been trying to kind of put my finger on it. Now I've made a lot of amazing life decisions since I've kind of realized that, my body is not perfect at this time. And so what I've done is I got the, the bone cavitation surgery. Is that exactly what you just did? Yes. And I have a school of thought for this. Yeah. So yeah, the periodontal ligament was left. Um, and what happens when you have that jaw cavitation is you have dead bone. So mm. you have like a bacterial soup from where that wisdom teeth was removed. And that bacteria is causing systemic inflammation, release of biotoxins, endotoxins in your bloodstream. My school of thought is if I was not in mold, I truly do not believe that would have caused me an issue, but I feel that because I was exposed to that mold, it created that systemic inflammatory response, that Sears response. And I truly believe that is what the issue was. So I, I do regret my surgery. I wish I would have gotten out of the mold and waited and healed my gut, my gut and my mold, and then said, okay, am I still having issues? Because right. I really truly feel that the mold is what creates the inability to fight that bacterial soup. It's amazing, you know, when we're trying to optimize our health, right? It's like air quality is the last thing we think about. You know, we jump to all these other things. You know, I think the, the premise of this is to kind of really show others that they can do something about it. They right. can get back onto a path where they can 
begin to heal. And uh, I think, you know, you're telling your story is really empowering for those that are listening. The mold journey is a hard journey and it does not get better right away. I would say it took me months, months, took me all the way to February from getting out of mold in November to feel better. And that's because mold, what it does is it creates that total systemic response. So not only does it depress and suppress your immune system, but it also suppresses your hormones from, you know, your estrogen levels, your testosterone levels, your thyroid um, can cause nutrition deficiencies, can cause digestion issues. So you're not properly digesting and absorbing your nutrients, which then becomes a vicious cycle. So there's a lot of things you have to fix. So for me, I had to get out of the mold first and foremost, that was the first step. And then I had to make sure that I was healing my gut. So boosting my immune system after that, and this is where a lot of people, they get discouraged because they're like, okay, I went through all this and I'm not feeling better. What's up? Well, guess what? That detoxification protocol from coming out of that mold is very hard on your adrenals. So then I had to go down the route of fixing my adrenals. And then once I did that, everything was a game changer. I think we're grown up kind of being taught that if you're sick, you just take this, this pill, right? Right. And so it's really interesting kind of looking at the form and function of things. And, and that's why I love your field of functional medicine, right? Because it's like, as you start to dive into things, you're like, mm, I don't I have a headache, but it's not because I have an Advil deficiency. Like, no, there's something mm-hmm. else going on. I have a deficiency of something that is creating this symptom of a headache and we need to solve that deficiency, right. To get better. Right. And so I love the field of functional medicine. And, you know, for me, I'm an organic, all natural, you know, type of family household because we want real solutions to real problems. We don't want to mask problems by all these other pharmaceuticals. And so it's really cool to see, you know, someone like you come out and really break that down and are really, you know, changing the landscape because let's be honest, we, we need some reprogramming from let's look at our air quality. Let's look at how we, we look at medicine and how we solve our problems with our health. And there's just not enough information out there for people that can actually utilize and optimize their health in the right way instead of masking with these pharmaceuticals. So thank you for all the work that you do in that space. You're so welcome. And that's what we need information. Knowledge is power. And that's the basis with my work, making sure that people understand this is how your body works. This is why your body reacts that way. Because once you understand what's happening, then these like these symptoms, the hormonal imbalances, the chronic fatigue, the digestive issues, these aren't the root causes. Like this is body screaming for help, right? So we want to find the fire alarm or the tiger within us or around us like the mold to figure out how can we get ourselves back to normal? In writing the mold medic, one of the, the the biggest things that I wanted to do is like you said, get information out in the hands of people. And the reason why I actually wrote that book is because removing mold has been such a clouded subject for so many years. Um, and I think it's, I'm not done with what I'm doing. I mean, that's why I'm talking to you today. We got to, we have a lot more work left to do, right? You know, mold has been around for a hundred, you know, hundreds and thousands of years, Like, why is it now just suddenly a problem? Well, it's always been a problem, but we've never lived in tight buildings, right? The way eating the way we eat today, drinking the water that we drink, all the plastic that we inadvertently consume on a daily basis, right? And all the electromagnetic fields that love mold. Wi-Fi, right? 5G, all this stuff. I mean, we... We didn't have cell phones up to our ears 24-7, computer screens in front of our faces 24-7, all with Wi-Fi activity, EMFs that are being generated on our behalf, right? 
all this stuff. And now we introduce water damage and buildings and tight structures, the way we build buildings today. I mean, it's a recipe for disaster and it's getting worse. It's so funny, like the way we look at the environment, right? We're like, hey, we need to uh, build tighter homes, net zero emissions in terms of energy. It's all about energy and, you know, saving the planet with energy and, and, and these emissions. And it's like, what are we, we're, we're killing ourselves in the process. You know, there's a way to get, achieve both without sacrificing our indoor air quality at the expense of having net zero emissions, right? And so there's mm -hmm. that whole subject that's not even being talked about that I'm starting to pick up on as our building codes change year to year and all these things happen. It really strikes me as odd that all of us are not more and more aware of these things that are happening. Air quality is, is basically being sacrificed. And, you know, like I said, back for 20,000 breaths per day, it's amazing how we don't even, like air quality is the last on our list when it should be the first, right? right? And I'm glad you mentioned buildings because that is something a lot of people don't know when it comes down to mold is that molds can be in brand new buildings. I mean, brand new buildings nowadays, the construction quality is absolute crap. They're thin little walls and you can have black mold in a brand new home. It's happened to at least three of my clients, brand new homes, black mold. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure you're doing intensive, extensive mold assessments, even in brand new homes, because it gets cray. Uh, I was building a brand new home here in Tampa, Florida, and um, it had mold. Surprise, surprise. So one point five. That scares me so much. Right. And, you know, it's I'm glad it happened to me because at least yeah. I was aware, you know, we did our framing inspection. I saw it growing all over the place and I'm like, oh, my God, uh, this is a problem. I brought it to their attention and, you know, it's just like the industry. They're like, ah, you know, I don't really. That's normal. That, that's, they call it typical growth. It's typical discoloration, right? Wait till you see this. I'm about to share my screen now here. So look at this. So we have 80,000 cladosporium here, almost 5,000. Can you zoom in? Oh, wait, I can actually zoom in. Can you zoom in? Okay, perfect. Yeah, I can zoom in. On one of the studs in the kitchen, 643,000 aspergillus, right? cladosporium, and then look at this, 870 gatomium, another black mold, toxigenic, mycotoxin producing. We have aspergillus penicillium, again, two, two molds that are mycotoxin producing. And uh, look at this one, upstairs hall bathroom, 1.5 million aspergillus penicillium. They had multiple leaks. That's water damage right there. Oh, I mean, well, they, they, they delivered the lumber into the, into the, into the wet soil probably okay? wet yeah for weeks right and you had then they just put it up i explained to them you know guys i want to avoid this from happening let's not deliver the lumber in the soil of course they yes me to death right no 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 we won't do that we uh you know we usually put deliver it and you know wrap it up and and, and things like that it's just amazing that they tell you yes 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 they get your money and then it's just now i'm a nuisance right and so all of this was avoidable i mean I, I literally do consultations for clients on how to avoid this exact thing from happening, but being aware of it while it helps, it's not the end all be all because you still have to rely on a, a third party person like this builder right. to do the right thing. And so mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like you would never think, right. Cause people don't think mold and brand new construction. I don't, that's not real. Right. No, you have to have a hundred year old home. No, 
you can have a brand new home. As a matter of fact, I feel like the way we build homes with the materials we build them today, as tight as we build them, I think it's a lot more likely to have mold in your home brand new than it is than a hundred year old home. Cause we built homes with real lumber, you know, without all these, these glued products. And honestly, it, it, they were just better built back in the day. And I think we've kind of veered off in the wrong direction in, in new construction. We also used to take like two years to build a house. These guys are building houses in like four months now. I mean, it's like just bam, 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 you know, production line straight through things happen. Nobody's, nobody's an artisan anymore. They're not going back and fixing things. They're just hoping nobody catches anything. And then they rely on their home warranty department to take care of whatever mess ups they make. Right. So it's crazy. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. Cause that, that provided a great opportunity for me to highlight that. Yes, it really is real. It happened to me. And that makes you even more of a better mold medic. That's for sure. Yeah, because you know what, look, I, I, if I can, if I can solve this problem so that I'm not needed anymore, this would be amazing, right? I just go out and find the next problem, figure out how to solve that. But for me, like right now, I'm so passionate about just creating the awareness. Like if we can prevent mold from being a big problem in our society, that would be key. And it's not about like, we know we're going to have leaks. There's going to be mold remediation companies that are going to be needed but they should be needed far less. Like when you have a problem, you call them on the fly, they're there, great. But for right now, the, the real issue is people are buying homes, not realizing there's a problem, they're moving in, they're not getting a mold inspection, right? And then they start getting sick. Like there's, mm -hmm. there's so much misinformation out there that people are doing the wrong things and they're not even realizing it. And I think right. that's the stuff that breaks my heart. That's the stuff that I really wanna help prevent because it's preventable. And so, you know, what do they say? An ounce of prevention is worth a ton of cure. You know, we have the opportunity to really get the message out there and help people before they make these mistakes because, you know, they're costly mistakes. You know, it's not only financial aspects of dealing with the apartment, the house, but it's also the health aspects and having to deal with, you know, going through that and detoxifying and the supplements. I mean, all of that stuff and it takes time, right? And so it's time and money. And, um, you know, obviously no one wants to be sick and go through that. So, you know, everything that we can do to, to, to create awareness around that is, is, is really, you know, what, what my personal mission is now. So thank you very much for, for sharing that with me today. And, you know, uh, I know we we're getting tight on time. So before, before we wrap up here, you know, please talk a little bit more about your book, where they're going to be able to find it and get it. Um, when it comes out, is it out already? Uh, and, and, you know, all of that stuff would be really awesome. And then just where, where can people find you? Because obviously you being in the functional medicine space is amazing because a lot of our clients, they need someone to connect with that can help them on the body side. I can fix the home. I can't fix the body. So please kind of dive into that and would be so appreciative. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be connecting with you to yes. share your message and get it to the world, the awareness of mold. When it comes down to what I do, so I am a functional medicine dietitian and I work with really anybody around the world. I have people all the way in Australia, in the UK, in the United States. What I love about what I do is I treat the body physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. So that's the way I do things. And my book, The Women's Guide to Hormonal Harmony, is aimed at making sure that every single woman knows what her hormones are, 
how they interact, how she can control her own body, master her metabolism, and be able to feel like she has that control back. Because let's be real, as you get older, you feel like you lose that control. So I go over perimenopause. I go over menopause. Um, as we go through the struggles of life with stress, I go over why that happens, what that means, how you can fix that. I go over how to heal yourself from mold. So um, important things to keep in mind. But if you want to find me, I am a nerd. Like I said, I experiment. I share a lot of free knowledge. I have a podcast, Uplift Fit Nutrition, which you need to be a guest on. So I have Uplift Fit Nutrition. I have my Instagram at Faith and Fit. And then, of course, I have my website, which has a lot of great blog posts. That's upliftfitnutrition.com. And then you can also find me on Twitter because I'm one of those random people that love tweeting. And my Twitter is at Lacey A. Dunn. I do want to say, though, and I do not apologize for this, I have an adorable three-legged dog named Gabe that I adopted during COVID. And so you will see him a lot. <laughs> no apology needed. Awesome. So the book's coming out May 25th. You can pre-order it now, I'm assuming, right? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I know I'll be pre-ordering your book to give it to my wife as a gift. I'm sure she will absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, thank you so much again for, for being on here. And I would love to come on yours next. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I hope your listeners have a beautiful rest of their day. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm.